Hello, friends, family, and strangers on the internet. Welcome to the Totally Kind of Okay podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Joy Bankhead, and thanks so much for joining me today and being a part of this community. That was our intro music improvised by yours truly, and I promise we will have uh, actual intro music coming up here soon because my brother and I have been working on it, so... Hopefully he gets his act together and gets it done. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank you for joining. Like I said, this is a podcast that's designed to help you improve your mental health. After listening to each episode, we talk about real life experiences with mental health issues and disorders, mental health treatment, tools you can apply to your life today, and healthy habits to improve your overall health. I share my personal struggles and victories I've had with my mental health after being diagnosed 10 years ago with bipolar type 2, seasonal depression, generalized anxiety, and ADHD. This is episode 9, where we will talk about how you can maintain good mental health around the holidays in order to really enjoy your time, whether you're by yourself or with people you care about. If you haven't yet, check out our past episodes. We have episodes on depression, suicide, addiction, being single, and being okay being single, and self-care. The self-care episode is number four. It's especially important that you maintain good self-care during the holidays, and that will help your mental wellness this holiday season, Um, but we'll also talk a little bit about that here today. So let's get into it. We start each episode with an affirmation and we, I will say it once and then we'll, I'll repeat it three times and you say it with me and the affirmation I try to always make relevant to what we're talking about today. And so today's affirmation is I enjoy being in the present moment and experiencing my life the way it is right now. So I'm going to repeat that three times now. Say it with me. I enjoy being in the present moment and experiencing my life the way it is right now. I enjoy being in the present moment and experiencing my life the way it is right now. I enjoy being in the present moment and experiencing my life the way it is right now. I think affirmations are really important to change our mindset and our beliefs um, and change the way we think about ourselves and the world. I've used affirmations for over 10 years, and it's helped definitely change the way I think about myself and the way I think about others in a positive way. So hopefully you write that down and use that affirmation going forward. So um, today we're going to talk about a few different topics um, regarding mental health and uh, the holidays. And um, the first thing I wanted to talk about, because this is a big thing, you know, with um, the various holidays, everybody buys a lot of presents, right, and does a lot of shopping, whether you're shopping for yourself or for others. Um, So I just wanted to cover something real quick about that, because when you're struggling with finances, that can be a real big burden on your mental health, and it can definitely either make you very anxious or very depressed um, if you're not dealing with your finances in a healthy way. So 
I just wanted to bring up a few things that could help this season when it comes to shopping and finances and your mental health. So number one is to have a plan and make a budget. Um, This seems kind of obvious, but a lot of people just kind of start buying stuff without thinking about it. And they just like when you're at the store and you're like, I'm going to get that and that and that. And, you know, you end up spending way more out of your budget and, um, you know, it, it will affect the rest of your finances and maybe put you in debt or something like that. Or, um, even, you know, maybe you have to borrow money or something. I don't know. Anyway, so, um, make a budget and make a plan, like how much you're going to spend on each person or each event, um, for the holidays. And also I suggest try doing a gift exchange instead of presents for everybody. This is something my family's done for a few years. Um, when we were all getting together, you know, prior to the vid experience, um, we were doing gift exchange. Well, we still do a gift exchange where it's like everybody draws a number and then you can steal from somebody else. It's kind of like white elephant, but I've been told recently (laughs) by my family that it's not white elephant because we get nice gifts. Um, but we have a limit of $20, $20, $25. And you just get something nice that can go for either a boy or a girl, um, or unisex, non-binary, whatever for any kind of person. Um, And so I recommend either doing that, like a gift exchange where everybody draws a number and you go by, you know, in order and then you can steal from each other or do it where um, you have your family and friends like draw names, like you put everybody's name in a hat or a bucket. And what I like to suggest is that when somebody writes down their name that you do like a little bit bigger of a piece of paper so they can put like a wish list next to their name and write like a few things that they are wanting for the holiday and or for Christmas. Um, and then that gives the person that draws your name an idea and then also set a spending limit of like, I don't know, whatever is in your family's budget, but based pretty much like 20 to $50 is typically what we would do. But so yeah and when you're shopping so I know people kind of just go shopping when they have time or whatever and I know the holidays are so busy but I highly recommend not shopping when you're hungry angry sad or lonely Um, you can also remember this acronym called HALT hungry angry lonely tired Um, because when you're in any of those state of beings, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired or sad, um, you typically make poor decisions during this, these times. And so, um, you're probably going to like overspend or I don't know, maybe be a Grinch and get something, somebody not very, something not very nice. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, um, yeah, it's always good to, you know, have a full stomach when you go shopping. So you're not tempted also to like buy a bunch of holiday treats and candy and stuff to snack on because, um, we'll talk about that, but that's something that can affect your well-being during the holidays is eating too many sweets. I mean, I definitely am not saying don't, you know, have some treats, like definitely do that because, 
it's enjoyable and I don't believe in any kind of like restricting, but I do believe in focusing on eating certain healthy foods and then allowing yourself to have, you know, have a, what's it called? Oh my gosh, I can't think of the word. Moderate, have a moderate amount of treats and stuff. Um, but anyway, that's a whole nother thing. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, we got a little off topic there, but as, as far as finances and mental health as well, um, don't spend so much money that it will set you back for like the next six months. Like don't charge. And I am totally like guilty of this. <sighs> I have done this. I don't know a handful of times when it comes to the holidays. I used to always charge everything to my credit card, like all the gifts and like I would buy way too many gifts. And so that was a good thing. We started doing the gift exchange where we draw names. Um, but I have a really big family. So I would buy a bunch of gifts and charge it on credit cards. And then, you know, you're paying off those credit cards for the next six months to a year you're basically paying them off until the next holiday. So, um, yeah, don't do that because, um, you know, being in debt is very stressful on your mental health and can cause a lot of anxiety and it can send people into depression when they're, you know, low on money or can't make their payments or whatever. So don't do that. Um, and just know that people will much more appreciate the experiences they have with you than the presence. So if you can do some sort of experience together, that doesn't cost a lot of money or just, you know, being together is an experience that people appreciate that and love that a lot more than actually like having a gift. And your presence is a present to those you love and who really care about you. So the people that care about you are much more interested in just being with you than getting a, a present. And being present and in the moment is the best gift you can give to your loved ones. So just remember that and try to practice those principles so that your, finance, your finances don't um, mess up your mental health too much. All right, for this next part, we're going to talk about ways to get help during the holiday season and how to maintain your mental wellness, things you can do to have good mental health during the holiday and prevent yourself from like slipping into that seasonal depression. Of course, if you are getting seasonal depression, I actually did two episodes on that, um, episode number one two, you might be sad. In episode number six, I was sad that you can go check out if you think that you are experiencing that. And there's also uh, ways to help overcome that and get help on those as well. So the first thing, excuse me, <laughs> that um, is really important to do during the holidays to get help is to talk to your family and your friends um, or a mental health professional. Um, during the holidays, uh, it's supposed to be a time of like bringing people together and um, getting, you know, spending time with your loved ones, whether that's your friends, neighbors, coworkers, or family. Um, it's really important to stay connected to people. And being connected with people has been proven to be beneficial to your mental and your overall health. There's many studies done about people being in community and um, having close relationships that has shown that people that stay connected to loved ones actually live longer, happier lives. So 
don't isolate. Make sure you stay connected to people and go do the activities um, that you're invited to or create some of your own. Um, and also, if you are struggling um, with your mental health, like whether it's anxiety, stress, depression, I don't know, paranoia, um, you know, so many different things. Um, any, if you're feeling mentally ill or mentally unwell, um, talk to somebody, um, just getting it out can be, um, healing just to get it out of your mind. And so you can start to kind of process it. And, um, it's, it's always better when you say it out loud because then, you know, it either makes you realize, okay, this is something that I really need to pay attention to, or maybe I was overthinking this a little bit too much, and it's not that big of a deal. Um, but talking to people can um, provide not just advice, but also resources and healthy, helpful feedback. Um, and if you just need to vent, um, and you don't really want feedback or advice or anything like that, just tell the person ahead of time, be like, hey, I really need to talk to somebody. But right now, I'm not really looking for feedback or advice. I just need to vent and just get some things off my chest. So please, please talk to people. Um, or if you can't talk to people in person, create a podcast and talk to people like I'm doing. <laughs> um, it's kind of weird when you're recording a podcast and you're just like you you have to picture yourself actually talking to someone it's it's an interesting thing but it's very um cathartic and healing to do a podcast and even if you never like actually release it into the world or make it public or maybe you just you know make it uh accessible to like you send a voice memo to like your friends or family or something like that um but yeah, that's a tool you can use to feel better. Um, next, we're going to talk about self-care practices during the holidays. And these are really important um, for your overall mental health. Um, self-care has been critical for me for maintaining stability uh, because of my bipolar disorder. Uh, I think most people know now that that means I have lows and I have highs. And the goal of my treatment for bipolar is to maintain relatively stable uh, mental health, to not go to the extreme lows or the extreme highs. And that doesn't mean that I don't experience like, you know, highs of life, like feeling really good and excited. Like, it actually, what it means is that I have more control of like how I choose to react and respond to things and how how I feel like I can, you know, allow myself to feel a certain way, like, or I can say, you know, um, I'm feeling really bad, I need to change the way I'm feeling by doing XYZ. So um, if you have bipolar, um, you know, maintaining your stability of your mental health is very important um, for you to function in your everyday life and to be able to live your life how you want to live it and do things you enjoy. Um, so part of the thing I talk about, or actually not part, but a big thing I talk about with my counselor, my therapist, who is amazing. Shout out to her. Um, if you're listening, thank you for all your help. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, we talk about 
figuring out what's the bare minimum you can do each day. So during the holidays, you get super busy, super overwhelmed. Like not only do you have more events to go to and things to do, maybe crafts with the kids or the kids have events at school um, or you're in school and it's, you know, finals time, your end of you know, you have all these projects for school or maybe at work, you know, it's crunch time and you have to make sales by the end of the year or you have projects to get done. It's a very stressful time, the end of the year and the holiday season, I think for everybody. And, you know, stress is normal. Like it's, it's going to happen. You're going to experience it. And it's all about like what you do to manage that stress and to release it. And part of that is doing self-care. Self-care is a huge thing that can help you manage your stress. So you need to figure out what's the bare minimum you can do each day, even and especially on your worst days. So the days when you're really struggling, when you're really overwhelmed, you got a bajillion things to do, or maybe you have nothing to do and you're super depressed. Um, just the days that, you know, you're really struggling and you feel mentally unwell. Um, you need to figure out what's, what are the um, easiest, most simple things I can do. So these bare minimum things, they, they are basically like things that you can do every single day and things that you should do every single day, even throughout the whole year, not just the holidays, but they're especially important on days that you're experiencing more stress. Um, these are basic things that don't require a lot of time or money. So they should be pretty short in as far as like the amount of time they take and they should n cost either nothing or almost next to nothing. Um, because, um, you know, it's, you don't want to be like people think sometimes self-care means you have to like pamper yourself and treat yourself to trips and, you know, luxuries and stuff. And really self-care is more about the basic things that you do every day that are really simple that just help you maintain uh, stability and therefore you can choose to be happy. So what I do, uh, what I've worked out with my therapist that we recommend that a this has worked for me. This is something that I practice. I've been doing for the past two and a half years um, since I've been in therapy with this particular um, counselor. Um, we've worked on this. So you pick one to three things. So you got to make them easy, which means they don't require a lot of effort and accessible. So it's something that is at your disposal. It's something that you can do quickly and that is... Um, you know, you don't have to like drive across town to go do it or whatever. Um, so for me, my one to three things that I do, my bare minimum things are one exercising, and that's become a staple in my life. It's a habit that I've developed over the past five years of exercising four to six times a week. So that's a bare minimum for me. Um, and I exercise typically from 20 to 40 minutes. So nothing too crazy, like not even an hour. Uh, typically, I exercise 30 minutes a day, and that's enough to, you know, boost my ser my serotonin and help stabilize my mood and help me feel happy and reduce my anxiety and depression. So 
that's a bare minimum thing for me. My second thing is going to sleep on time and getting seven to nine hours of sleep. Um, I, you know, sleep is something that I know a lot of people struggle with, but it's one of the most critical things for your overall health and especially your mental health. Um, and they, the most doctors and, um, you know, health professionals recommend for adults seven to nine hours of sleep a night. And I'm really good about getting like eight to nine, eight, eight, eight to nine hours of sleep a night. And you have to develop a um, sleep routine. So um, I, and part of my sleep routine means going to bed a, approximately like within the same half an hour window every night. The third thing for me that I do is walk my dogs. So that's a bare minimum for me, not only for myself, but for my dogs as well, because they deserve um, to stay healthy and to um, get exercise as well. So and walking is really good, obviously, for a lot of reasons, but um, it's good for both your fur babies and you yourself. Um, so I walk my dogs at least three times a day, usually, typically three to five times a day. And I walk them anywhere from like 10 to 20 minutes. So I'm getting about 30 minutes to an hour of walking minimum a day. And that's um, been really beneficial for me. And for my boys, they're super healthy and happy. So that is something that I do. And then, so those are my one to three things that I do every day. Basically, I do those three every single day. Exercise, go to sleep on time, and walk my dogs. Um, and then if I have a little more effort to give, like I've, I feel like, okay, I can, I did those things, I can do a little bit more today. I do uh, three minutes of deep breathing. I just use my um, Apple Watch and I set the breather exercise thing app on it and I it does the vibration where you can track like breathe in and breathe out. Um, so I do three minutes of that and I practice Spanish or French. Um, I'm really into languages and it's something I really love and I think it's really healthy. Well, not think I know it's really healthy for your brain to learn a second language, second or third language. So I'm learning Spanish and French in addition to English. <laughs> Still working on my English. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yes, English is my first language. That was just a joke. But, you know, we all have room for improvement, I think. Um, so I do practice that for about five to 15 minutes a day. And then I use Duolingo, by the way, too. This isn't an ad, but I highly recommend Duolingo, D-U-O-Lingo, um, because it's super easy and it makes learning a language fun. And um, you get like <laughs> points and badges and all this stuff. So it's pretty cool. Anyway, so the the third thing I do if I have more time and effort to give is I read devotionals. So for me, um, personally, my spiritual life is very important to me. I'm a very big believer in God, and I'm a Christian, and I believe it's important to spend time with God each day and to uh, pray and and reflect on His Word, the Bible, and um, so that's a big part for me. So if I have a little more effort for the day, and I usually get to, th these are six things 
but I, I pretty much do them every day. In total, these six things take about an hour and a half of each day. Um, so it's really not that much time of your day. If you, if you don't have an hour to spend on yourself each day, like you don't have much of a life. Um, you really, I mean, you got to prioritize yourself. You got to, you know, make your health and well-being a priority. And uh, you can do that by giving yourself an hour each day to do some of these things that I'm talking about. So I'll read a devotional and I also read um, not only like a Christian devotional or the Bible, but I read um, uh, recovery, like addiction recovery devotionals um, just to maintain my sobriety around um, because I recently quit marijuana. And if you don't know about that, go check out episodes seven and eight on how I quit marijuana. And I'll talk more about that um, shortly here. So um, if for more information about doing self-care and, and things you can do, go listen to episode number four on self-care basics. Um, it gives you a ton of information on what self-care is and how you can apply it to your life um, starting today. So I just wanted to give you a quick list of here's over 25 basically free things that you can do today to practice self-care and then just pick like a minimum of one to three things of these per day to do to maintain your mental health over the holidays. So here they are. Take a shower or a bath, read a book, journal, meditate, call a friend or family member, make a holiday craft, write long holiday cards, have some tea, make a seasonal treat, watch a church sermon, replay, um, or go to church, go on a hike, cook a good meal, plan your week, put away laundry, do a face mask, rub your body with oil or lotion, or you can do dry brushing as well. That's also very healthy for you. Um, watch a holiday movie, sit outside and have uh, some water, or a cup of tea, or sit outside and bird watch. Go to a park, make a playlist, have a five to ten minute dance party, do a social media post or create a TikTok or a reel, watch funny videos online. I prefer funny animal videos myself. Um, did I say go for a walk? I don't think I did. Yeah, go for a walk. Oh, I said go for a hike. Um, or lastly, you can hug, play, or pet your animals, your dogs, or your cats. I don't know if you can pet your fish. Maybe you can play with your fish by tapping your finger on the aquarium or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, um, animals are very therapeutic. So pet and play with and hug your fur babies, and they will um, give you some serotonin and dopamine. So those are some pretty much free self-care things you can do. You can pick one to three of those per day to do um, or listen to the self-care episode and there's a bunch more recommendations on there as well. Um, even self-care could be as simple as like brushing your teeth, like flossing. Like how many of us need to floss more often? I'm one of those people. <laughs> so flossing my teeth would actually be a good self-care thing for me. And I definitely don't do it as much as I should. All right, so what's another way that you can maintain your mental well-being over the holidays? And this is huge. This is super important. 
important. (laughs) And that is to move your body. So, you know, we do a lot of sitting around during work, if you have a office job or whatever. Um, Or, you know, sit you sit around and watch a lot of TV or movies. And, um, you know, that's all good. That's definitely got a place in your life. But it's also important to move your body. Because moving your body um, creates, you know, all the chemicals, it balances your hormones, it helps boost your mood, your energy. um, And those are all great things for your mental well being. So go on walks. Um, like I said, I walk my dogs three to five times a day. Um, we also go outside and play catch and I just walk around outside while I play catch with them. So go on walks or play catch with your dogs. Um, uh, walk. Another good idea about getting more walks in is to walk while you're talking on the phone. So you can knock out like two self-care things by calling a friend or a family member and then walking while you're talking to them on the phone. Um, and then uh, the other thing is if you have meetings for work and you, you're able to like if you work from home or if you can go outside for a meeting and just walk around outside um, while you're on the meeting call, um, that's also very helpful, a good way to get in some extra movement. Um, and you can do YouTube workouts, um, or I mean, nowadays, there's literally hundreds of different fitness apps and um, fitness gurus, trainers out there on social media. So check out YouTube for free workouts or find, you know, something you enjoy doing a class that you like taking and, and do that. Um, you can obviously go to the gym. Um, I hate, (laughs) I hate going to the gym. I mean, I like to go to the gym like on holidays, um, because it's like something new and fun to do with like when you're in a new place or whatever. But like day to day, I hate going to the gym. Personally, I used to go to the gym and compare myself to everybody or like, I would be distracted by uh, other people doing their workouts. And because I have ADHD, so I get distracted really easily. So I would waste a lot of time at the gym and I, and I wouldn't get that good of a workout. Um, Or I would just do like the cardio machines and you know, those are beneficial to a certain extent, but, um, really like lifting weights is like really where it's at. <laughs> That's the, the good, good for your health. Um, cause building muscle is important to support like all your organs in your body and for longevity. Anyway, that's a whole, whole nother topic. Um, <laughs> we won't get into that, but, um, you know, if you have a gym membership, why not use it? You know, don't let it go to waste, go to the gym. Um, run around and chase your kids. Um, just play with your kids. You know, kids are very active. They move around a lot. So chase them around, play with them. Um, also along those lines, you can jump on a trampoline if you have a trampoline. If you don't have a trampoline and you have the room for it, I highly recommend getting a rebounding trampoline. So it's one of those little mini trampolines that you can, um, put like in your backyard or in a, I don't know, office or living room or whatever, (laughs) wherever you have room. I personally don't have room in my trailer for one, but I want to get one for outside. 
Um, it's called a rebounding trampoline and it's really good for your lymphatic system and also for your muscles and, and just jumping and shaking your body is a great way to release, um, stress. And, um, yeah, so do that. Um, another thing that can get you moving more is doing some cleaning, um, personally, when I clean, I know I move around like, you know, whether I'm doing laundry or sweeping, vacuuming, mopping, um, reorganizing stuff, like you do a lot of moving. So get some cleaning done because, you know, you have friends and family coming over anyway, so you might as well do that. Um, another thing you can do to move your body more is have a dance party with your family or friends. Um, so instead of just having, you know, your family Christmas party or holiday party. Um, when you guys get together, like turn on some great dance music and have a little dance sesh. Um, I have a great, um, playlist. If you're listening, you're obviously listening to this on Spotify. Um, so if you just look up my name, Tiffany Joy Bankhead, you'll see my public profile for Spotify. And I have this playlist called uh, the best throwback dance party. And it's literally like the best dance playlist ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my, in my personal opinion. So check that out. Um, but yeah, my in particular, like some, uh, like families like to dance more. I have a Mexican side of my family. Like my dad's, um, dad married a Hispanic lady and, that side of the family, like literally every single holiday we get together and we dance, which is really fun. So that inspired me to tell you guys to do that with your families. Um, and if you want, um, help or motivation to move your body more during the holidays, um, I do have a healthy habits accountability group starting December 5th. So that would be the day this is released because this is going to be published on December 5th. So, and you can join at any time. We're, it's going to be an ongoing accountability group for healthy habits. And, um, if you want to do that, you can fill out the, um, go to my Instagram and fill out my, um, link in my bio. I think it says healthy habits. Uh, I want to get healthier or something like that. Um, and it's a quick form that will just give me your information and get you uh, set up to, um, do our group. And we, today's, uh, sponsor is brought to you by my online library of workouts. It's called Body on Demand, formerly Beachbody on Demand. Um, but now it's body. And, um, there are thousands of workouts. There's workouts without weights, with weights, with bands. There's dance workouts. There's yoga. There's meditations. There's um, anything for beginner to advance. There's workouts from five minutes to 60 minutes. I think there's even 90 minute workouts, but who wants to do that? <laughs> um, but yeah, if you um, need some um great workouts. I have an online library with professional trainers. They're world renowned trainers that um, get you results if you're looking to uh, lose weight or get in better shape or get some muscle. Um, just hit me up on Instagram, Tiffany Joy Bankhead, or you can go to my link on my bio on Instagram and I have a 
a link for that there. And um, it's only about $110, $120 per year. So you're literally, it's cheaper than Netflix. You're paying, you know, 10 to $12. Or yeah, no, it's $10 a month. Um, times 12 months is 120. So um, yeah, for just $10 a month, you can get access to like some of the best workouts there are out there. So that is that. The next thing we're going to talk about is addiction and mental health in the holidays. So during the holidays, obviously, like we all know, it's a more stressful time and a lot of us start to use unhealthy ways to cope with things. But in order to maintain good mental health during the holidays, do not drink alcohol or use drugs to cope. Um, that's just, I mean, I recently quit smoking weed and it was a huge thing. But, um, one of the things reasons I quit was because I was using it, using it to cope. So instead of using alcohol or drugs to cope with your mental health, um, do those self-care things, um, and go check out the self-care episode that gives you a lot more options for self-care and um, try to use those things. But if you really are using them, uh, and you may think you have a problem, or um, you might, you might need to acknowledge that you do have a problem if you're using them on a daily basis to cope with just everyday stress and um, especially stress from the holidays. Um, go check out episode number eight. It's it's part two of quitting marijuana and it talks about how I learned that I had a problem and how to recognize the signs of addiction. Um, instead of using drugs or alcohol, go to a 12 step meeting. So there's virtual ones online and these are meetings for alcoholics, for narcotics anonymous, um, overeating or binge eating anonymous. Um, there's Marijuana Anonymous, there's um, Codependency Anonymous, there's um, just 12, if you just type in 12-step meeting and the topic that you're looking that you have an issue with, whether it's a drug or an addictive behavior, um, you can find meetings online or in person, and they're usually pretty readily available, um, particularly for Alcoholics Anonymous. There's meetings almost every single hour, every single day of the week, from like 6am to like 11pm. If you're in a pretty populated, populated city, if you're not, and if you're in a smaller town like me, and there's fewer meetings available, there's online meetings that you can do and you can do, um, you can do them private, like without even showing your face, you can do them on zoom and just choose not to show your face if you are not comfortable with strangers seeing you or whatever. Um, and the other thing you can do to get help if you're struggling with addiction during the holidays is to get a therapist or check out group counseling. Um, you can try online counseling. We're not, as of right now, this podcast is not sponsored by a particular online therapy. You know, hopefully soon we will be. But um, online therapy is a great way because you can do um, text, you can do chat, you can do a video um, or you can just do voice. Um, there's so many options nowadays and they're a lot more cost effective than, 
um, going in person to a therapist, although I personally really like to go in person to a therapist, just because um, that's what's worked for me the most. I have done virtual therapy as well. And that's very helpful. But um, it was after I did, you know, some in person ones. But um, just look into your options. And if you do are lucky enough to have health insurance, you should have some sort of uh, mental health coverage and counseling should be covered. Um, usually it's considered a specialist when you do your copay. So you'll be, you know, paying the copay for the specialist, but, um, there's so many options. And then also group counseling is another good option. Sometimes group counseling, you can find, um, uh, groups, uh, like typically a group therapy session is like five to 10 people. So it's not like huge groups. Um, it just depends, you know, what, what you find or what you're looking for. Um, but there's all different types of group counseling. I recommend, um, dialectal behavioral therapy, which is DBT. Um, that's really good for anxiety and uh, people who have borderline personality and also uh, depression. Um, you can also look for CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, and you can look for groups. And sometimes the group sessions can be as cheap as like $20 per session um, because it's a group of people. So, um, you know, they're making more money because there's more people. But, um, you know, typically for, well, when I did group counseling, it was a copay of like $40. Um, so, Anyway, um, but yeah, there's lots of options out there, so go check them out. And then the other thing is that if you are struggling with addiction during the holidays, like don't go to parties or hang out with people who would, you would use drugs or alcohol with. Like, um, that's just, I mean, just don't do it. Like, there's so many other options and so many other things you can do than hang out with those, you know, unhealthy, toxic people. And it's just not worth it for your mental health and your well-being to be around those people. So plan to be around healthier people instead. You know, if if you don't have like, I mean, everybody has, you know, those people in their life that they know they should spend more time with, whether that's your family or certain friends. Um, or if you really don't have like healthy options of people, then try to find a meeting because, you know, those people are working on themselves and trying to improve themselves and they're going to be sober. So that's important to do. Um, or the other thing that's good if you don't want to or can't go to parties or hangouts with people that you would use drugs or alcohol with um, is plan to do something fun on your own. Um, you know, I've been single for two and a half years now and I've learned so much about being able to enjoy being doing things by myself and it's really brought a lot of contentment and joy to my life so check out um episode five on being okay being single for things to do and ways to be happy being alone um so yeah another way to maintain good mental health over the holiday is to plan some fun things to do. So one to two things is enough. Like some people might be doing stuff every single weekend, but if you can like within the next couple months, just plan a couple things to do, um, just to have fun. Like it's important to schedule fun in your life to make you feel better and boost your mood. So, 
Um, here's some options that you can do some fun things that some of them are free and some of them are very cheap. So you can go to see Christmas lights, like drive around or walk around a neighborhood, maybe with some hot cocoa or some tea or coffee and just look at the Christmas lights. You know, there's often like those certain neighborhoods that really go all out. So that's an option. You can go to have coffee or hot cocoa with a friend. Um, that's pretty cheap just to meet up, you know, with a good friend or maybe a long lost friend or some sort of connection. Um, you know, just go have a good coffee date. Uh, you can watch, have a holiday movie night, um, whether that's by yourself or with some other people. Uh, you can, if you live, you know, where you get snow, you can play in the snow. Uh, you can go skiing or snowboarding. You can do a white elephant gift exchange where, you know, those presents are either something recycled, something you got for free, or you spend like five or $10 and just plan a, a gift, a white elephant gift exchange, or it's also called Yankee Swap is the other name. <laughs> if you, if you watch The Office, you know what I'm talking about. Um, um, the other thing, it's just, I started laughing because I started thinking about Michael Scott on The Office when he's like, Yankee Swap. <laughs> oh man, that, uh, the Christmas, oh gosh, the Christmas episode, that was so funny. Um, okay. Uh, what's the other thing? You can do an ornament exchange is another idea. That's pretty cheap to get an ornament and do an exchange. Uh, you can have a tea party. You can plan a craft night and make some crafts, whether they're holiday crafts or, you know, something, whatever kind of crafts you like. Uh, you can do a paint night. You can have a slumber party. You can do wine or beer tasting. Of course, that's if you don't have a problem with addiction. Um, you can do a dinner party go do karaoke, see a concert, go to a church event, watch a parade, or go for a hike. So those are all pretty uh, easy, free things you can do to plan to have some fun. And then um, also to maintain your mental health, the last thing I'm going to talk about is if you are um, diagnosed with a mental illness or mental disorder, as they, they call them disorders these days, um, is to take your medication and see your doctor or psychiatrist. Um, I can't emphasize that enough, especially if you have bipolar disorder. Um, taking your medication is super important. I know particularly my history is that I've gotten off of medication a couple times and both times I ended up in the mental health hospital. Sometimes when you have bipolar during the holidays, you feel so good and you feel like you don't need it. But once you stop taking it after the good feelings wear off, you're going to have a crash and get super depressed. Um, so that's very important. Now, if you're on depression or anxiety medication, like SSRIs, that's a little controversial right now because there's some new science and studies coming out showing that basically those are like essentially placebos that, you know, depression is not caused by a chemical imbalance. Um, so that's questionable. But if I would say if you are on a medication and you think it's helping you, like continue taking that if you think it has made an improvement in your life. Um, 
or if you are not on medication and you're struggling with your mental health, try to schedule an appointment with a psychiatrist or see a doctor um, so you can find out, you know, what might be going on, what you options you can do and um, see if you do need a more extensive treatment. Um, and I do, I say see a doctor or a psychiatrist, but really preferably see a psychiatrist. The last thing we're going to talk about here is other keys, other things to keys for living well through the holidays um, to just enjoy your time through the holidays. And these are from a article that I got from BP Hope Magazine, that's Bipolar Hope Magazine. So the, I thought these were just some good reminders um, to enjoy and have a good time during the holiday season. So the first thing is to adjust your expectations. Um, not everything will be perfect or go as planned. So pretty much lower your expectations because sometimes they get overinflated for the holiday and you think like everything should be super exciting and stuff and then you know the turkey burns or somebody gets sick or somebody gets injured or you know like shit happens let's just be honest people like things are not going to go as planned all the time and if you have lower expectations you're more likely to enjoy the good parts that do happen because you're going to just be more present in the moment and take things as they come. Another thing is do not isolate. So we talked about this quite a bit, but talk to your family and friends and plan to do fun things with other people. Um, it's important. Isolation is one of the biggest causes of depression and so many other health problems. So, and the holidays is really a time that's supposed to bring people together. So, uh, you know, plan some stuff to be around healthy people that are good influences and positive people to be around. Um, another thing is to enjoy the little things, um, such as the self-care things that we already talked about. It's also, you can also enjoy just a simple hug or a smile from a loved one. It's all about like those little moments that really make a difference in in your life and how you feel and, you know, enjoying and getting the most out of it. Um, something else that you can do for enjoying the holidays is to give to others. That's another thing that, um, you know, is important during the holiday season is a, like a, a theme or like a, uh, like a significant, I can't think of the word. Um, but some, a big part of the holiday season is helping other people. So give to others, like volunteer at a local soup kitchen or homeless shelter or make a donation to them or donate some old clothes and, and, you know, um, what's it called? Things to wash yourself with. Like, oh my gosh, I can't think of it. Toiletries. <laughs> Donate some toiletries to a homeless shelter um, or adopt a family or get a gift for a child in need. There's a lot of those um, programs out there that you can do or, you know, give some uh, dry foods to um, that will go towards feeding a family for a holiday. And then the other thing to remember is that this too shall pass. And so that's important to apply to not only good times, but bad times too. Remember that when things are going bad and 
not going as planned that this too shall pass and you'll get through it. And then also when things are going good and, you know, everything's really uh, cheery and happy, remember that this time is going to pass as well. So enjoy it and cherish it as much as you can in the moment. Another thing to get through the holidays is to watch out for depression. So if you are starting to feel more depressed than usual, um, you might be going through seasonal depressions. So um, check out episodes number two and six on seasonal affective disorder. If you feel like you are slipping into depression and those give you ways to get help. Um, the other thing that you need to do to enjoy the holidays is to watch your sugar and caffeine intake. And this is because it can mess with your hormones. So it can mess with, it can cause more anxiety or depression. And it can also, um, you know, cause crashes if you have too much sugar and then you have, you know, um, a crash later and you lose energy and then too much caffeine can also cause anxiety as well. So just be conscious of how much you're consuming. Um, also stick to a healthy sleep schedule. Uh, we talked a little bit about sleep today and it's really important to get those seven to nine hours. And I know it's tempting to like stay up really late and stuff. And I'm not saying like never do that. Like definitely if you're spending time with your family and you guys are having a great time, like yeah, stay up late, but also try to still get eight hours of sleep. Um, and the rest of the days of the week, you know, stick to your sleep schedule, whatever that may be. Um, Another reminder is to not overthink things and to be in the moment. Like we said, your presence is the best gift you can give to your family and loved ones um, in these holiday seasons because it's more about the experiences that you guys have together. And then two more things. Um, the second to last thing is to remember that there are no perfect families um, because, you know, obviously it's the holidays. So I, you know, not everybody spends time with their family. There's definitely people that, you know, avoid or have cut out family members for good reasons, I'm sure. Um, or, you know, has set boundaries with, you know, certain family members and whatnot. So maybe you spend more time with friends, but if you are spending time with family, just remember nobody's perfect and, you know, family dysfunction happens and you can choose how do you respond to it. So a lot of, you know, loved ones may trigger us, um, but it's really your choice how you respond. You can ignore them or respond in love and it will affect you more if you feed into the negativity. So also just try to avoid those people that trigger you um, or choose how, you know, ahead of time before you hang out with them, how you're going to respond to them and then spend most of your time with the ones that make you feel good. Last thing is to focus on the meaning of the holidays. If you're a person of faith, it's important to remember why we celebrate the various religious and spiritual days during this time of year. And then for those of us, if you're a Christian like I am, to remember the message of God sending his son for us um, is the central message of Christmas and why we celebrate and that Jesus Christ was God's ultimate gift to humanity that saved us and allowed us to enjoy our life and to be made anew.
that is all I have for you today on how to maintain your mental health and have good mental health during the holiday season this year going into the new year. Um, we'll be talking next time about uh, life lessons I've learned and about um, things that you can do to um, improve your end of the year and have a good next year as well as uh, like goal setting and stuff. So look out for that episode coming up in the next couple weeks here. But uh, thank you for being here today. Just a little uh, remind uh, thing you can do also during the holidays is to donate to your local NAMI organization. NAMI is National Alliance on Mental Illness. It's the biggest um, organization in the US of A that supports um, people with mental illness and mental health disorders. Um, it also supports, does a lot for family and friends of people who have mental health issues. So um, you can donate to them or become a member uh, to support that organization so that it helps people who have uh, mental illness. Um, also, if you have bipolar disorder or if you have a family or friend member who does, you can subscribe to BP Hope magazine online. That's BP as in bipolarhope.com. Um, and then we're going to repeat our affirmation and then say goodbye. So here's our affirmation again, and we'll repeat it three times and then, you know, that will be it. So our affirmation was, I enjoy being in the present moment and experiencing my life the way it is right now. And I think this is really important to say during the holidays so that you really get to enjoy just being in the moment and spending time with people you love and, you know, enjoying the experiences and the festivities of the holidays. So let's repeat that three more times. I enjoy being in the present moment and experiencing my life the way it is right now. I enjoy being in the present moment and experiencing my life the way it is right now. I enjoy being in the present moment and experiencing my life the way it is right now. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. I love you so much. Um, I care about your well-being and hopefully this will help improve your mental health, um, not only for the holidays, but for the rest of your life. <laughs> Um, so yeah, thank you. If you listened this far, I appreciate it because this was a longer episode. But um, after you're done listening to this, if you could please uh, follow us on Spotify, hit the follow button, and then also give us a five star rating. Um, so that way we can spread the message and help other people with who are struggling with mental health issues or family and friend members of people who struggle with mental health disorders and also share this. Um, there's a little share button to send this to a friend or a family member that, you know, may struggle during the holidays and need help. So I appreciate you. Love you guys and have a happy holidays and yeah, take care of yourselves. Bye.